like nostalgic movie review from nerdy married man. Woohoo! Greetings and welcome back to New Nostalgic. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Steve McGee. And I'm David Olivier. I don't think we said our names last time. That is okay. If they don't know by now, that's too bad. You know <laughs> us and you love us and you might want to bang us. I don't Maybe. <laughs> I want to bang us. Too bad we're taken. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this week, we are looking at a uh, comparison, original versus remake, of A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, and its remake in 2010. Which I laughed at so hard when I realized that our last comparison movies were 85 in 2010, and this is 84 in 2010, like, so <laughs> close, which is hilarious that both these came out in 2010. Yeah, that's pretty great. I guess uh, 2010 was the year for remakes. Bad remakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, both movies, of course, are rated R, and they are only four-minute difference. The original one hour and 31 minutes, and the other one one hour and 35 minutes. Yes. Um, they are quite a bit different on the Rotten Tomato score. Um, we have a 95% for the 84 critic score, and then 84 for the audience, and then the remake, we have a... 14% critic score and a 43 audience. Which is, wow, an insane black and white difference between the two. Seriously huge difference. Um, with the original, we had uh, Robert England playing uh, Freddy Krueger, and in the remake it was Jackie Earl Haley playing yes. Freddy Krueger, which you might know him from Watchmen. He played Rorschach in that movie. Uh, other than that... Uh, Big stars from the original. We have uh, Heather Langenkamp playing the main Nancy Thompson. We also have Amanda Wiss and Johnny Depp's uh, first movie role. Yep, his film debut. Yep, film debut. And then we have uh, also John Saxon, who is uh, pretty legendary as well. And one of the, my favorite like fun castings I didn't realize in this movie, Lynn Shay from the Insidious series, oh, is, actually plays her teacher. That's right. Which I thought that was awesome. Um, we want to give our synopsis of this one before we go into the other? Uh, yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Teenager Nancy Thompson must uncover the dark truth concealed by her parents after she and her friends become targets of the spirit of a serial killer with a bladed glove in their dreams, in which, if they die, it kills them in real life. <laughs> they died that was the sound of them dying that was pretty good ah! um, and then on a, in the remake of course I mentioned Jackie Earl Haley the, some of the main names in the cast there the main gal playing Nancy Hallbrook uh, changed uh, original character's last name played by Rooney Mara uh, who uh, you might know starred in uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Yep. Uh, there's a few other uh I guess lesser-known names, but uh, nowadays they're a little bit bigger, like uh, Kyle Gallner, and then we also have Connie Britton and uh, Thomas Decker. Um, two people I like to point out in this one, Katie Cassidy, she played Black Canary yep. in the Arrowverse series, and then Kellen Lutz was in Twilight. Oh, and I also like uh, bringing up Clancy Brown oh, is yes. in this movie, and he is uh, known for playing Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob, and That's he also amazing. does the voice of Surtur in Thor Ragnarok. That's right. Which, yes, we said already this is a way bad-reviewed movie. 
Um, fun fact also about this new one is it was produced by Michael Bay. Oh, that's right. It was produced <laughs> by Michael. And Michael Bay actually did a lot of uh, producing of some horror movies and surprisingly remakes because he also uh, did uh, some work on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake in the early 2000s. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, would you like to read the synopsis for this? Sure. Movie? Let's do sad music. The specter of a disfigured man haunts the children of the parents who murdered him, stalking and killing them in their dreams. I know, right? <laughs> and, and, and that's it. That's Pretty it. basic. Uh, the movies play very similarly, similar Lee. to each other, yeah. <laughs> um, but also different at the same time. But it is almost a, I wouldn't say shot-for-shot shot remake, but the story beats are fairly close. I would close. definitely not call this a shot-for-shot shot remake. Definitely They not. changed so much that didn't need to be changed. They did change a lot. Um one of the problems that some people had with the remake in this movie was that in the original, Freddy Krueger was just a child murderer, and he would murder children and teenagers. And in the remake, uh, he is not only a child murderer, but he is presented as a child molester. Yes. Uh, and that's the main reason the parents get mad and try to kill him. And I find that interesting because in the original script for the 1984 he was supposed to be a child molester in that, but they decided to change it to just a murderer to avoid accusations of exploiting a series of child molestations in California around the time of production. So he actually got rewritten to be a killer, and then they decided to bring that original story thought in the remake. They should have left it out. Honestly, because that's the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems I have with this movie. There's a couple other big ones, but for me... As soon as you, like in the original, it never showed Freddy with the kids. It just said that he killed 20, over 20 kids. Mm -hmm. You never saw any of them happen. It was all left to your imagination. You never saw any of the kids. You never saw any of their deaths. You never saw any of the bodies. Didn't know any of their names. Just all nothing. And in this one, you hear all their names. They're all connected. They all went to the same preschool together. They all, or several of them were molested by this person. And it wasn't the parents initially that caused them it's because he was doing that to the kids that initially caused it in this one and making him gross made him less scary see and uh i wasn't a huge fan of that either i mean freddie in the original and the original series he was he did have his moments of being gross and creepy and you know kind of weird uh, like in the original, there's Nancy talking on the phone, and Freddie says, I'm your boyfriend now. And yeah, his mouth appears on the bottom of the phone with the tongue kind of trying to kiss her. Yeah. So he's always been kind of a creepy character. But in this one, it's too creepy. Like, he'll, he'll sit there, and he just has this weird, like, <laughs> like, laugh thing he does. And he's just really <laughs> creepy towards the kids and yeah. even the teenagers. And it's just, it's really too much and this might sound bad to say but being creepy with a 17 year old is a lot less horrifying to watch than being creepy to an eight-year-old I'd, <laughs> I'd agree with that <laughs> it, it's just it's just so much more weird because like you don't think about his age when he's just a being that's killing a demon that's killing people or whatever yeah absolutely you, you just think he's fucking with his prey or whatever <laughs> you don't really think oh he's doing it because he wants to fuck them like that's but in making him a pedophile, that's 
what he wants to do with them. And it makes it just so much weirder. It's not about the killing. It's more about more, it's torturing and it's putting him through a lot more anguish. It's awful. Like it's just gross in every way. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the things uh, I liked about the original versus the remake are the dream sequences. Yes. Um, the original had them, uh, you know, it was more practical. It was also just more creepy. You, in the original, you could never really tell for the most part when they're in a dream versus in reality. I mean, until they're really deep in the dream and show up in like the boiler room or something. But the remake, you knew every time someone was in a dream and that is because it would have this, I mean, I liked the effects. They would have transitions of someone going into a dream, like the color palette would change or uh, there's the girl in the classroom and uh, once she enters her dream, the whole classroom goes dim and all of the students around her kind of burst into like ash. And, so, well, at first they just pause. Yeah, they, they yeah. just pause, and then suddenly just this, whoo, this wave happens, and all everyone disappears except her. So, I mean, the transitions were cool, but the original kind of had this music and atmosphere that was more creepy, and in the remake, it focused more on trying to creep you out with an obnoxious amount of jump scares. Yeah. Well, and the, one of the things I also say about the dream sequences is, in the original, Freddy's very slow. And meticulous with the way he approaches his victims um in this movie like talk about that opening scene with kellen lutz when he falls asleep for the second time after he had already like cut his hand yeah as soon as his eyes close he's being attacked all right it's very quick it's, it's almost instantaneous and it's ridiculous because every time they've had to go like go travel through their dream and to Freddy's territory mm-hmm. to get attacked, or Freddy is like following them in their territory. Well, but... he's like stalking them and trying to creep them out with little sounds, little ambience, kind of yeah. showing some true horror. And I, I will say though about that that first kill scene in the remake, though it was kind of bizarre and like it was really quick, the kill portion of that scene was so visceral. I loved the sound design of. He stabs yeah. his neck, and then you just hear the knife tearing through the cartilage, and it is just... It's its pretty gory. It's pretty cool. Yeah, which I, I will say that. Like, there is a lot of those things in this movie that are shot very well. I just don't like the way they went about a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and we talked about the first kill. The last kill, I think, is actually better than the, the new movie, too. Oh, absolutely. It's the, the kill of the mother, right? Yep. Yeah, in the original, it and even the creators weren't huge fans of it. In the original, uh, Marge's death, Nancy's mom, she just gets pulled through a door, and you, it just it looks it's this tiny window that no human would fit through. So they have this dummy that kind of just rubbers through it. Yeah, and then in the remake, the uh, she's talking to her mom, and then her mom stands in front of this mirror, and then you see her mom in the mirror, and then all of a sudden you see Freddie in the mirror, and he reaches out and stabs straight through her and then pulls her into the mirror. And yeah. it's so much more visceral, it, so much more like... When he stabs her, it shows this close-up of her face and the glove is going through the back of her head and you just see like the knives coming out of her eye and her face. And it is... It, I, I love awesome. horror movies. It is a very beautiful death scene. And then he just rips her into the mirror and the mirror suddenly just forms back together and disappears and there's just blood on the wall. Yes. Um, I, we will say we are both horror fans and we are both not turned off by gore in any way i've watched every one of the saw movies and stuff like that so if we were talking about this stuff and saying that we like and we love it and you don't we're sorry that you don't sorry we're going into so much detail sometimes but 
as horror fans, we love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the best deaths are always the things that get me in these movies. Oh yeah, like like in the original, the the gore and effects were so beautiful because they were all practical, and I I really loved. The death of Tina flopping around the ceiling oh. and gets sliced across her chest, and the room is just covered in blood. And then also the death of Glenn, Johnny Depp's character. Yes. Which, uh, fun fact about that scene is they made this rotating room where when he would get pulled through the bed, uh, the room would be rotating, and that's how they created this giant blood geyser in the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, the machine actually malfunctioned. And it tipped, but it also kept tipping sideways, and the blood kind of pours out weird, And but it makes a beautiful geyser. <laughs> but it also caused an electrical issue with the light on the ceiling, and you can actually see it in the movie, and then you see the wa- the blood kind of sloshing around. I think it makes it even better, though. Yeah. It just, it's so just jaw-dropping. Which I will say, in the original, we have the horror movie trope of uh, those who have sex first die first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they actually didn't have sex in the remake. No, they did not have sex in the remake. Um, we talk about the practical effects. That spandex wall scene in particular, the wall scene behind Nancy in both movies, the spandex practical effect wall is so much creepier. Oh, it, it is so creepy. Like, Robert, Robert England, you know, just pushing actually i don't even think it was robert in the movie i don't remember Uh, but freddie pushes against the wall and you just see the outline of his head and his hands in the claw and then he goes back in the nancy reaches up and it's a solid wall and she hangs her crucifix on it and it it's just such a well done scene yeah and in the remake it's really really bad cg and he comes all the way torso out of the wall and puts his arm like right in front of her like he's going to slash her like it took so much time for him to get all the way around her where he could have just attacked her and him always like attacking first. Yeah. Seemed weird that he went a little slower here and it just looked bad. Well, it looked like just a rubbery snake wall and it just it 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 didn't hit me the same way the original did. But you know, they tried to pay homages to scenes of the original, but I just feel like none of them really hit as hard. Yeah, um, like we were talking about the scene where Tina dies in both movies, which it's it's funny that it's Tina in the original and Chris in this, so it's Christina. Ah. <laughs> but um, in this, in the remake, in the original, it's so slow and she's dragged up the walls. Yeah, well, and she, it looks like she's trying to cl- crawl away from the wall. Yeah, and it's just so beautiful in the way it's done. And then in the remake... She's like tossed around so fast and so rapidly. And like a ragdoll, just thump the thump the thump the thump. It makes no sense. It's weird. It's way too fast. And when he does slash, he slashes down her body. And then on the wall in the back, the blood splatter is sideways. Yeah, well, and also <laughs> that blood splatter that's sideways is the only blood in the room minus the blood that's on top of her when she lands yes. back in the bed. Whereas in the original, she is like, she's still sliced, but as she's being pulled around, she she's blood is going blood. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you can see just her hand and foot drag marks through the blood. And it's just such a crazy scene. It's way more bloody. It's way more real. It's way more like true. And it's scarier because you're like, Man, that slow the slow death stuff is the thing that scares everyone. Mm-hmm. Like most people are scared of being buried alive, 
suffocating, drowning, anything that takes a little bit of time. Like, a lot of people just want to go quickly when they want to go. Yeah. And so, I think that's the same thing with horror movies. The slow death scenes are what get you. That's why Saw was as scary as it was for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, no one ever talks about the fast scenes in that movie of the instant deaths. It's always the ones that inflict the most pain and torture. Um... What else do you like to say about this? Well, um, I think the acting in both movies was actually pretty decent. Uh, of course, yeah. the first one being in the 80s, there's a lot of that 80s cheese in it, which is fine. Uh, it's it's almost classic in a way. Uh, some of the acting in the remake, though, uh, especially, and I'm, I'm sorry to Rooney Mara, but yeah. she just, she seemed very blah. She was just, she didn't care. And I understand, like, throughout the movie, she's getting less and less sleep. So I know as you're getting tired, you're probably just not showing any feeling at all. You're just trying to talk and go through the motions. But throughout yeah. the whole movie, I don't think she shows any emotion at all. And it's just, I don't know, it's it's off-putting. It, it is pretty bad. I do think the acting in the original was better from pretty much everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were a few, you know, weird scenes in the original. Like, the, the one that I found the most silly was towards the end of the original, Nancy is screaming for her dad and she breaks a window and is calling for him. Mm -hmm. And there's this detective outside and he just goes, hmm, maybe I better go get the detective. Seriously though. <laughs> Especially when the detective told him if anything happens, go yep. over there. If maybe I better anything. go find him. <laughs> he just he like saunters off. He just goes gets her dad first. It's like, oh man. Um, I do like how a lot of the things felt more thought out in the original. Like one of the things that I noticed this time that I didn't notice the first few times I watched this was at the funeral in the original, everyone's wearing black except for um, Nancy, Glenn, and one other person. They're all wearing blue. And one of the things about funerals, um, blue flowers at funerals means sadness, sympathy, and peace. So they actually wore those colors because they knew that their friend didn't commit suicide. They knew that their friend was murdered and they had sadness and sympathy and wish and peace for him. And I thought that was like a really cool touch that I didn't really notice the first few times I watched it. Man, I really dig that. That's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we already said uh, we... Oh, I love the scene in the original with Johnny Depp where he's playing that tape on the phone. Oh, trying to trick his parents into thinking he's with his uncle at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and then that like car crash happens and then and he's, he's like, like oh, oh, there's a car crash outside. Oh, oh they're fine. Oh, I'm going to go help him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, it's so just ridiculous. Um, a, a couple uh, other tropes I'm I'm not a huge fan of in the remake. Uh, one is the whole I need to learn something that is going on, so I'm going to jump straight to the internet, and the internet solves everything. It happens in a lot of 2000s movies where they just they Google search, or in this one, it is called Giga Blast, and the web search is <laughs> blast off. I don't know if that's a real website. But it is the most bizarre thing. But, of course, everything he gigablast searches, <laughs> he finds the answer to all his questions. I laughed so hard because one of the things I wrote down to bring up was I hate the fake Google tropes in movies. So I actually wrote down gigablast to it's, talk about. It's so funny. Well, on, on, on top of that scene, one of the things he learns from the research, which this <sighs> was not in the original movie, and I dug I this hate. concept. It is the concept of micronaps. I hate this. I think the only reason I like it is because he talks about how apparently micronaps happen 
uh, after 70 hours of staying awake or approximate time where you start not even noticing whether you're awake or asleep. And the reason I like it so much is there's a few scenes, especially one scene at a convenience store where it shows them in real time, but it keeps fading in and out of a nightmare, showing Nancy going in and out of a dream. And it's just so well done. And See, I, I liked that concept. I thought it was cool. I think if they left it at some of those things, it would have been kind of cool. But then you have the scene in the swimming pool. Like, I'm like, I don't care how tired you are. You're not falling asleep while swimming. Oh, yeah. He, he falls asleep at swimming pool. And, it, you know, they only did that as an excuse to show Freddy's uh, origin story. Yeah. And it was it's really weird. I mean, uh, my wife actually thought it was kind of cool that we got to see f- more deep into Freddy's origin story right then of, like, how he got burned and all that stuff, which it was interesting. But at the same time, like, you're showing too much. Part of the love of Freddy is the mystery. Yes. But also you get explained what happens in the original. It's like, well, I, I don't need to see that. It sounds already crazy enough. Yeah. I actually don't like knowing the story. Like, I, like knowing the story was fine, but like seeing it as much as they did, like seeing him human for as long as we did, it was just weird. I, I really didn't like seeing Freddy as a human <laughs> with the kids and then getting attacked by the parents as a human. And then like, because in the original, it doesn't really show anything. It just shows somebody in a building that's on fire. And I you like the ambiguity really of it. Again, I think that goes back to like when we were talking about in Spontaneous. Like, I love the ambiguity in a lot of these things more than the actual explanations. It's that fear of the unknown. You yes. just and that's one of the things that made Freddy in the original so scary is he's he is this terrifying force to be reckoned with and this monster, but also human in a weird nature, and it, it makes him so scary. Um, one of the other movie tropes that I saw in this movie that really got annoying in the remake is the movie trope of just throwing your hand in your pocket while you're at a diner, grabbing a random handful of money, slamming it on the table, and walking out. Like, you don't (laughs) know how much money you have in your pocket to the exact... (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's so stupid. Like, I I hate that stuff so much. It's it's frustrating, but... I mean, that's it's a small enough thing for me that I don't Um, really care. I also... We were talking about the beginning a little bit. I didn't like that the beginning of this movie started out with the main, with Kellen Lutz already haven't been sleeping for three days, which means he's already been probably being tortured by Freddy for a week. He's already, and he already talked about going to a doctor about his sleep. Oh, wow. And then he talks about having not slept for the last three days. So there's probably been a week going on of him being tortured that we didn't get to see, whereas the original starts the night they had their nightmares. Uh, actually, they had been talking about how they had a few dreams in the original before of the mysterious person with the finger knives and the sweater and whatnot. I mean, it probably didn't start as far back, but in the original, they do talk about how they all were having weird dreams throughout that week before the movie started. Well, I guess... I liked in the original, it seemed like they were all having it all at once, whereas this one, it seems like Kellen Lutz's character had it a week before everybody. <laughs> it, it just starts going in sequential order of yeah. who needs to die. I am number four. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, there we go. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think the one of the things that I absolutely love in the remake is when they're searching for a weapon in the school... He grabs a paper cutter 
And I'm like the paper cutter blade, the giant paper cutter. Yeah, one thing. of those uh, giant slicing blades to slice giant sheets of paper. I love that because I'm like, who hasn't thought, I wonder how sharp this is. <laughs> I bet this could be a really good weapon. It's exactly. heavy. <laughs> so I was like, that was kind of a cool, like, unique weapon to gab that I haven't seen in a lot of movies. Like, you don't ever see the paper cutter as the weapon. Yeah, the, I've only seen a paper cutter uh, used as a weapon in one other movie, and it was the uh, Thomas Jane Punisher movie where he uses – he breaks the blade off and he shoves it oh, to the yeah. head of the Russian. But – that's yeah, true. you don't see it. It's creative. You don't see it too often. Um, I think the Nancy capturing Freddy in the original was a lot better, especially with the build-up to it. Her reading the Booby Traps book and How to Survive books and stuff like that throughout the movie, and then her actually building all these booby traps. Well, and even the showcase of her being able to... Once she figures out she could pull Freddy through, she pulls his hat through, mm-hmm. and it leads to the discussion with her mom about Freddy. Whereas in the remake, she pulls a small piece of his sweater. It's not as impactful, but... No, it's not. One thing I did find funny about the scene when in the original when uh, Nancy is making all the traps, she's setting all these traps up, and right before she sets the traps up, she talks to her dad on the phone and says, Dad, <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep for 20 minutes. I need you to wake me up oh, in yeah. 20 minutes <laughs> so that you can help me take down Freddy. And he says, okay, honey, I could do that. Then when they hang up, she sets up like 15, not 15, but she sets up a lot of traps. She sets up a few. And it's like, and it shows her doing the slow process of setting up the traps. And it's like, I think that would take like half an hour to set up because she's putting a lock on her door. She's setting up a sledgehammer. She's filing out a hole in a light bulb so she could put gunpowder in it. And then suddenly she puts it there and then she goes to sleep and, I, and she has like 10 minutes left to sleep. And I'm like, what? Like it took you 10 minutes to set up this many traps? That's actually one of the things I wrote down too. <laughs> I, there's no way she did that all in 20 minutes. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's just so, so bad in some of these movies when they, <laughs> I hate when people don't actually pay attention to the amount of time. Like, Everyone talks about that in the Fast and the Furious movie, especially I think it's Fast and the Furious 5 when they have that airplane scene and they're on the takeoff runway and everyone's like, that's an eight and a half minute scene. There's no airplanes on a runway for eight and a half minutes traveling at 60 miles an hour. (laughs) It's such a short, you know, runways are not as long as people think. Uh, One, uh, before I get into some cool fun facts about the movie, one thing that I think you and I had a little bit of disagreement on uh, of the remake. I was not, when she's doing the research on all of the kids that have been killed by Freddy. Oh yes. Um, there's uh, the actor Marcus Yon, or maybe that's the uh, the character's name. Uh, I can't let's see. remember. I don't but think it's anyway, uh, well, fun fact about that actor. Before we move on, uh, he's actually been in two different franchises of horror movies. He was in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street in that you know internet scene and then he is also in the remake reboot of friday the 13th you know two of the biggest 80s killers horror movies ever that came out two years apart from each other because that was 2009 yeah that's right well so i guess one year apart right yeah Uh, but he's in that movie too he gets killed by a screwdriver being shoved in his (laughs) neck it's really awesome but the scene i i i'm not a fan of it in this movie because she's doing research and she finds this guy that's been uploading videos of him struggling with these nightmares yeah. and stuff. And 
each video is uploaded separately. And in the last video, he falls asleep and then suddenly his face hits the camera and it goes blank. Yeah. And the problem I have with that is who uploaded the video <laughs> after that guy died? I mean, it could have been maybe live streamed and it was yeah. uploading live and the camera broke. But part of me is like, this is in 2010. I mean, th there were live streams then, but it just, it looked like there were different video files. Like who uploaded the video after you died? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I came up with the argument that I think it was a live stream thing, um, especially because a lot of times they have that thing, that button you can press on a lot of these live stream things where you can archive your videos. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he posted it because if it's archived it might not be archived a lot like that people can click on so i'm like ah maybe it's just, possible but it is weird but i i loved the jump scare in the scene actually i thought maybe if the scene doesn't make sense you kind of have to turn your mind off to it i i guess if you but, turn your mind off but <laughs> seeing i i disagree with the jump scare actually every jump scare in this remake is so predictable and i feel like they relied on it because jump scares happen every like 30 seconds it's the big bam loud noise and thing pops up in the screen yeah. and it's just the original had jump scares but i feel like they were just better yeah they were they were <laughs> done so much better they were more subtle uh one thing i will say too is both freddies did have the sexual kind of jokes but they were like funny in the original and just kind of weird and creepy i don't know if it's just the delivery and how they say it but like, one of the things that the new Freddy says is, Nancy, you want to play a game? She's like, fuck you! Oh, sounds fun, but that's a little too forward for me. It, and I'm it, like, it's Ugh. creepy. No. Then, like, she, like, he's chasing her, and she goes into the hallway, and she he turns the floor into that pool of blood. Yeah. And he's like, mm, that's what I like to call a wet dream. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just so creepy. And when he's not making creepy you know, molester jokes like that. I actually think, like, Jackie Earl Haley did a great job as Freddy. And sometimes he is just terrifying. Like, there are two things I really like in the movie, uh, like, quote-wise. And one of the quotes is, uh, you know, it's it within the same scene. One of the characters that is about to die says, Oh, God! And then he peers behind <laughs> him and he just goes, No, just me. That's my favorite line in the movie, too. <laughs> and then after he kills him, he goes into this short spiel of talking about after the heart stops beating, the brain can survive for like seven minutes afterwards or yep. something. And he's like, we got six more minutes to play. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really cool. Oh. But I, I like, you know, when it comes to that, oh, God scene, he says, no, just me. Uh, there was a similar scene in the original where Tina says, please, God. And I love Freddy's delivering that because he just goes, this is God. And <laughs> yeah. he's just creeping her out and he like cuts his fingers off and says look at this and uh, <laughs> Robert England is Freddy it's hard to yeah. recast that and I, I think that's part of the problem is when you have someone who's so perfect for a role it's hard An to iconic. see somebody else do the role um, it's to the same effect of like Robin Williams genie versus Will Smith's genie like did Will Smith do a bad job no did he do pretty good for what he was given and what he had to go against? Yes, he did. <laughs> but it's still just not Robin Williams' genie. Yeah, it's it's different enough to where it just doesn't feel like genie. It's a genie character, but it's not the genie. Yeah, and if I had never seen Robin Williams' genie, I probably would have 
fell in love with it and not really thought about it. And the same thing with this. I feel like if you never watched the original Nightmare, you might have more of a love towards this. That's absolutely fair. Like, but uh, some fun facts about this movie. Uh, So the sweaters knitted in both movies were actually knitted by this woman named Judy Graham. And she did it for both movies. And I just thought that was so cool how she got to work on both. Okay. Uh, also, uh, one of the most well-known facts about the original is that uh, New Line Cinema was saved from bankruptcy by the success of this film. So uh, the original Nightmare got the nickname, uh, or at New Line Cinema got the nickname, The House That Freddy Built. <laughs> and I just thought that was pretty cool that he, like, he saved New Line Cinema. No, that is really cool. Um, some of the other cool stuff about the original, and I'll go into some remake facts, but uh, in the original, uh, Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend at the time was credited uh, for creating Freddy's nursery rhyme. Oh, okay. And then also, uh, Heather Langenkamp beat two hundred over 200 actresses for the role of Nancy, and two very notable people that she beat out was Demi Moore and Courtney Cox. Wow. And I just thought that was really interesting. That is that's pretty crazy. Uh, Those are big people. And then the the prop glove used for the original movie was also used in the Nightmare on Elm Street, Street 2 sequel. And then it, that same prop was also in The Evil Dead uh, on a television screen kind of in the background oh, nice. at one point. So it was kind of fun. They kind of uh, okay. have a callback to that actually in the original Nightmare on Elm Street they did a back and forth on the Nancy's TV screen at late at night. She's watching the evil dead on it. Interesting. <laughs> um, one fun fact about the sequel or not the sequel, the remake was that, uh, Kyle Gallner actually suffered a cut to his abdomen from the glove when Jackie Earl Haley, uh, swung at him in one of the scenes because the glove actually failed to bend back down and he actually got a cut across his abdomen. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, no, yeah, and uh, the remake also, uh, apparently, the film's financial success and the backlash from the fans caused Platinum Dunes not to be able to make a movie for a few years. They actually, Platinum Dunes said that for two years their phones didn't ring, and it wasn't until 2013 that Platinum Dunes released another film, and that was The Purge. So there was a three-year gap where there was no film from Platinum Dune. Which is crazy. And at least The Purge was a good movie. And they oh, yeah, brought that into a giant franchise now. Definitely. Like, that. that's definitely worth it. Um, let's see. Also, uh, Kellen Lutz in the first scene of the movie in the remake, yep. uh, he actually said he chose not to sleep for a few days to kind of get himself in the character so he can uh, okay. feel what it's actually like. Have you? What's the longest you've ever stayed awake? Uh, the longest I've ever stayed awake is probably probably close to 48 hours. Okay. But, you know, there's a few times uh, throughout high school I went to a few lock-ins and, you know, that stay up all night and then stay up throughout the day and then also in college, you know, late nights and whatnot. So oh, yeah. I'd say probably about 48 hours is the okay. longest I've ever stayed up. I'm at 68. <laughs> Why? That's um, crazy. <laughs> back in high school I had a friend, um, his name was Matt. We used to take turns staying at each other's houses all the time. And one time, I think, I think I got the idea from watching That's So Raven. <laughs> um, Corey on the show had to do this uh, science experiment where he had everyone in his house stay up for 72 hours to see how delirious they get 
after not sleeping for that long. And I always had this thing called the 3 a.m. giggles with all my friends. Every time I stayed at a friend's house, everyone knew that if I stayed at past 3 a.m., I had the 3 a.m. giggles. I giggled at everything. <laughs> You're just overtired and start laughing at everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we wanted to see how late, long we could stay up and see if we could stay up for a full 72 hours. Oh. So we got the okay from our parents. We ordered, His mom just kept on ordering pizzas for us throughout all three of the days. Jeez. Kept on bringing up down 12 packs of Mountain Dew. We just kept on playing Halo most of the time. Halo, Rock Band, Halo, Rock Band, Halo, Rock Band. <laughs> Back and forth until uh, I actually, I think it was after like, Hour 65, I ran upstairs to go use the bathroom and to get some, like, more soda. And I ran down the stairs, and I used to jump down the stairs at my house at the bottom. Well, his house, the roof angled down, and I hit my head and cut my head open on his roof. Ow. And I played video games until I passed out with a towel wrapped around my head. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was about 68 hours. It That's was... insane. But, yeah, you get pretty, pretty delirious. I, I can imagine. Um, but th- that you know, that's all I really have for these movies. Uh, do you? What are your scores on the two movies? Oh, let's see what I had put here. I put for the original. I actually have the same number as the year it came out. Eighty-four. Ooh, why eighty-four? Uh, I've put eighty-four because although I really do like the way this movie is shot, I really love the practical effects. I love the acting and everything in it. And there are some things that kind of creep me out. Mm-hmm. I don't get scared by this movie. And so, especially now, like, watching it, like, for the third or fourth time or whatever, this movie doesn't have any scare factor to me okay. anymore. So I can't say it's, like, a 100% movie, especially for a horror, if it doesn't scare me a little. Like, it, and that for me, like, spontaneous hits that harder for me. Like, that's terrifying for me compared <laughs> to this. <laughs> they make it feel just more real and more visceral and... Maybe it's just because of the age of it, but um, with the remake, I gave it a 36. 36, all right. I'm kind of in the middle between the audience and the critic, a little bit more towards the audience. I think there are some things to love. I think the movie's really well shot. I think there's a lot of really well done scenes. I think there's a lot of um, really good moments and some decent kills in the movie, but I think overall, it's just, it's bad on so many levels. The CGI is bad. The acting's bad a lot. The story's bad. They changed too much where they made nancy's dad not even be a cop nancy works at a diner like nancy's dad isn't really even in the movie yeah most of the characters are completely different except for nancy and tina with chris which i was like is that the only character names you're keeping and freddie like why only those three characters yeah it's uh... for it being a, a remake reboot or whatever it just seemed to want it's kind of i think the problem that you had with the karate kids Wants to be the same, but still wants to be really different. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Uh, with my scores on the original, uh, flat out ninety-eight percent. That's how Damn. I feel. I love the original movie. I I grew up. Uh, I started watching horror movies when I was really young, probably too young. <laughs> uh, but I just, it's it's within the realm of some of the first horror movies I've ever seen. And being that young, it scared the crap out of me. But I grew to love it because the story is just so terrifying and it's so different. And I just really love it. Um, it's a classic film through and through. Okay. If you're going to watch a horror movie with someone, I recommend it. Uh, there are a few that I have rated that high. With the remake, uh, I'm pretty close to how the audience feels. I'd probably give it uh, a 45%. 
Okay. Uh, you know, it's 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 pretty bad, but there are a few redeeming factors, and some of the kills are really fun, and I do think you could tell Jackie was having fun with the character of Freddy, and I do like some of his line deliveries, and he, he does come off as creepy and scary, but sometimes he just goes too far into the really pedophilic factor, and yeah. I, I, don't, I don't dig that. But other than that, I feel like the movie is... It's okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, is there any last other things you want to say about the movie? Um, last thoughts. Uh, please go watch at least the original. Uh, <laughs> and if you're interested on seeing the uh, remake, check it out. But you can definitely skip it if you want to. Or make it a drinking game, like I said about another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it makes it better. Honestly, drinking games for movies... Oh my god, when we do Sharknado, we should totally, I'll send you the drinking game, and we should play the drinking game, and talk about how drunk we get. Oh no. Oh. I, I might have. We could have some fun. I might as well do it. So, uh, that'll do it for the original versus remake. Uh, yeah. Tell us um, what you think, and then what do we have for them next week? Next week, we have a kind of a special treat for you guys. We're starting to do a, a bonus kind of episode. We wanted to do a bunch of these movies but we wanted them to be special because we're both very hardcore gamers at heart oh yeah um as far as you guys especially you guys know i have my own video game podcast with scott uh, soul, soul of, of the, the gamer. gamer so i'm gonna do some cross uh promotions yes thank you i could not think of the word you're good brother second. i got you i'm done dumb so we're gonna start doing every once in a while a video game based movies yes yeah, so once a month and i'm probably gonna do the first couple ones I'm probably going to do is uh, free, but once we start getting a following, as a lot of other podcasts do, like doing our own Patreon and stuff, I would love to do this as our bonus episodes. Okay. Because um, I just think it would be a fun bonus episode. Like, if you're into both, pay for the subscription, give us a little bit of support. We can keep buying these movies and watching these movies for you guys. Definitely help and, us out. Yeah, I think just we have to have the video game movies adaptations separate because there's so many of them and most of them are so bad i didn't want to just flood our good and bads or mainly our bad movie titles with the video game adaptations so <laughs> i wanted to keep them keep them fun for you guys but we are doing need for speed this is i'm doing the first pick for video game movies next month is going to be david's pick all right so come join us next week check out need for speed in preparation and we will see you on the flip flop bye love you